All right. Jeez, 41 episodes. How many people listen to this now? 80 million. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah, we have the entire population of India. Nice. 800 million. million. 800 million. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought it passed a billion recently or something. Maybe. The entire semi literate population of India. So, 37? Wow. Once again, Justin Montgomery. <laughs> With the racism. Coming out as a massive neo-Nazi. Trump supporter. that you don't like Adam Sandler because he's a Jew, right? Yeah, I honestly hate Adam Sandler. Uh, not because he is a Jew, but okay, you because might wanna... of him as a person. Yeah. So you didn't revise your opinion? My opinion? Of Adam Sandler? No. After watching Pixels? Honestly, I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie in prior to this, probably in the better part of ten years, even his older ones. I think, and I, I felt like yeah. a better person for it. And now I feel awful just watching this. I'm actually in Justin's boat. I don't think I've seen an Adam Sandler movie, like actually made an effort to see one since 2006. And I think the last one I saw was uh, that stupid remote control click. Oh, I didn't watch also that. kind of a pseudo sci-fi movie where he gets the remote control that like rewinds his life and stuff. Was from, that in 2006? Yeah, I think so. From Christopher Walken, he gets okay. the remote. The last one I saw was um, Mr. Deeds, whenever that came out. Which was really retarded, but it was kind of funny in a few parts. That may have been the last one I that's, saw actually in a theater. That's the one where he and John McEnroe jump over the car. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what year that came out. <laughs> That's like 1999 or something. Okay, that's the last one I saw then. No, you saw Anger Management. That was like his oh, last... Oh, was that later? I think that was his uh, last good movie was Anger Management with Jack Nicholson. Okay, that must have been the last one then. I can't remember what order they came out in. Yeah, I think Anger Management was his last passable good movie. Were Everything you, since then has been really, really bad. Are you counting pixels in there? Because I got to say, I, I really expected this to suck horribly. And I thought that the review saying it was diarrhea on film. Yeah, I mean, pe- yeah, people, I think, well, I guess we're reviewing Pixels now, but th- yeah, I think people were way too hard on this movie. I do. Honestly, I, I was... thought it was just really bland and uninteresting in every sense of it. Like, yeah, it wasn't just, like, awful bad like the Star Wars special that we had to watch was, but it wasn't interesting. Like, I just found myself just, like, drifting, like, looking at my phone while I was watching it. it I feel like it, this movie was a big missed opportunity, not just, well, you know, the way I would have done it, it wouldn't have been sci-fi, because I feel like if they had just dropped the whole, like, stupid aliens invading Earth plot and just made a movie, like, about these losers, I guess, who grow up and they're playing old video games and stuff, and just make a movie more focused on them, I thought it could have been a better movie. It would have been a more traditional Adam Sandler comedy, like from back in the day, like a Happy Gilmore style movie. I think if they had gone that route instead of like the dumb sci-fi MacGuffin plot, that would have made it actually a better movie. Strange enough. Yeah. I I don't know. Like the comedy bits in the movie just didn't think they never even like stood out to me. Like there wasn't a point in time I was like. Uh, there were so, I laughed out loud sometimes, like when they were. I think the best part of the movie, the only like truly in, engaging part of the movie was when they were chasing Pac Man in the city. That was the only like I think well done part when they were in the cars. Like mm-hmm. I was actually engaged in the movie at that point, and I did laugh when Peter Dinklage was like, "Now for the hat trick," and then just flies into the water or something. <laughs> And then you find out he was cheating the whole time. It's pretty funny. He was using the cheat codes on his sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> That's why I laughed, because it was stupid. No, no, no. The, the cheat codes thing. I thought him driving into the river was funny, too. But, like, why would cheat codes in Pac-Man affect the performance of a Mini Cooper in real life? Yeah. I like, guess because they were using, like, the... I don't know, light displacement thing or whatever they call them. <laughs> that was like the only part of the movie where yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> but, eh, whatever. I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to really suck, but it turned out to be not a good movie, but I guess by definition of the the scale being calibrated so bad because it had like a 2% Rotten Tomatoes score, 
I was surprised by how not horrible it was. Well, I wouldn't say it's like... I mean, if you're just going off like number of like good reviews versus bad reviews and making a percentage against that, then yeah, it would have a low score. But like, if you're rating a movie on a scale of 1 to 100, it would be closer to like just middle, bland, nothing special in my book. I think people just have a severe hangover from the actual truly horrible movies he's made in the past years, like Jack and Jill and That's My Boy or, you know, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Remember that? No, because you haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie since 2006. I remember <laughs> the, the advertising for it and yeah. throwing up a little every time I saw something. Well, like yeah, he's made some, like, truly epically bad movies so i think people were just there they weren't even going to give this a chance because it came out looking so bad people gave it the chance though it made like 200 some million at the box office or yeah. like in total in the box office on wikipedia okay. it said that like 280 million so some people gave it a chance wait you did research before you came to the podcast i just look at the wikipedia article like okay who directed i don't remember who directed just the budget and the amount it was made. I, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Okay. I mean, it does tick all the boxes on the Adam Sandler checklist, like... Bringing all his friends on board. Yeah, right? his all of his friends in the movie, sports figures, check. Random cameo from somebody, check. Random cameo. Like, what is Martha Stewart doing there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Serena Williams, Martha Stewart. Uh, Who else? Who else made a... Surprise appearance. Uh, Somebody who I didn't really ever know, but the Pac-Man creator guy. Oh, Japanese yeah, okay. That, I laughed at that part, too, where he's like, no, I'll talk to him. He's my son. <laughs> that that was probably the only part I had a little smile when he's like, why, why are you Good doing word. this? Why are you doing this? You are meant to make people happy. <laughs> yeah, and just bites his hand off. <laughs> that, was, that was a little funny. But I don't really get the whole, like, how the things are supposed to pixelate things. Because like, it seems like whenever something touches the pixelated body of one of the characters that it explodes into pixels. But like, what about when it's running on the street? Why isn't like the street turning to pixels? What about when guy I don't know his name, the weird guy who wants to fuck the woman in the red dress? Oh, oh Josh Gad. kid. Josh Gad, yeah. yeah. What about when he's banging Qbert? Yeah. Shouldn't he be pixelated and dead? Yeah. And then, like, there was this one scene where, like, I think the centipede was, like, going through, like, the hotel lobby, and it, like, knocks this uh, bellkeeper or something away, and, like, he doesn't get pixelated. I'm like, what is this? It's just, like, debris and not pixels. Yeah, there were a few things in there where, like, the pixel thing wasn't consistent where it's just like bump stuff or knocked it over or straight up broke something instead of turning it into pixels. Yeah. I mean, this is a sci-fi podcast, but I think you guys have to keep in mind that we're talking about an Adam Sandler movie here. Is, is, is he really going to take the time to explain the science of anything or rationalize any of this? No, I mean, the it's whole... all stupid plot devices. Yeah. I mean, the whole p- plot of it is really just kind of, it's hard to even, like, suspend your disbelief that, like, oh, from, like, some videos that were sent out in, like, 1982, oh, well, that they were able... Kevin James is the president. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there is that. That's a big hurdle to get over. I agree the video was sent out in 1982. I was just talking about the sci-fi aspects. Unless you're talking about, like, Kevin James being a president How is, is that not science fiction that Kevin James That's is the president? That's just fiction. <laughs> There must be some kind of science fiction there. Like, he was genetically... He had his DNA resequenced to raise his IQ. But, I mean, it's not really that far-fetched that you have this president who, like, can't read or something like that. I know. It happened in real life, didn't it? I know. Yeah. Twice, but, yeah. (laughs) I guess it's just that, like, he's a a retarded kid in the beginning. Like, I'll play the video games, and he's the president. And Adam Sandler's Geek Squad guy who lives in the White House, apparently. He didn't live in the White House. No, he has, like, like, an apartment somewhere. He's got... He, but he fucking basically lives there. Like, he shows up, like, hey, I'm coming over to your house to hang out, man. What's up? I think that's just because he's, like, hung out with him so much the Secret Service have, like, this 
just relationship like, oh, hey, it's, you know, but, but, I mean, like whatever Adam his Sandler's little, name in this movie was. His geek squad van around for him, like, your car's ready to go, sir. And, like, he's leaving the official presidential press conference thing and is like, you want to close all the libraries. It's just strange that, like, the president's friend can just... I, I don't think that would be a, a normal circumstance of a guy just walking in like that. No. Even in, like, a, hey, let's bring in a special civilian consultant type role. He wouldn't just walk in and be like, hey, check out me, Mr. Bib Dick, video game player. Like, I don't know. It, it just bothered me a little bit. And the whole idea of... If, well, I mean, it's supposed to be a comedy movie, so I really shouldn't be that annoyed at it, but... If aliens were to come to Earth to challenge us or to invade us, that they, why would they challenge us on those terms? Like, say, like, ah, we're going to like use your video games as the way we're going to attack your planet and destroy it. It's, it well, seemed like if they had that kind of technology, they would just come and destroy the planet. Yeah, like, I don't... Well, I mean, they... There was, like, one thing that Kubert said, like, oh, it used to be a peaceful race until your video got sent to us. So why would they just be like, oh, let's build a giant warship for, like, these people who are using, like, these big, giant, you know, arcade cabinets that are going to come attack us? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the whole the whole premise of the movie just falls apart when you just look at it a little well, I mean, more deeply. <laughs> you get this video of kids playing arcade games that probably just have mainly the kids like actually doing using joysticks and whatnot and then oh that's who it was dan Aykroyd shows up for no reason yeah in the beginning is the video game yeah i was trying to think of what the other celebrity cameo was and it was just like why is dan Aykroyd here yeah there's actually something i watched last week even before you told me to watch this movie um there's this video on youtube that this one dude goes into um the whole adam sandler verse of movies okay and he makes connections between like probably like 90 percent of his movies like oh the the golf instructor from happy gilmore was in you know mr deeds or something like that and like this one guy from like don't meet the zohan like was in you know water boy it's like the movies are all connected man well rob schneider yeah problem solved exactly He's in every one of them. Wait, Rob Schneider is in this movie? I didn't see him in this one. Was he not in the background? Probably. I thought I saw him somewhere. Because I was looking for him specifically because it's like it's Adam like Sandler movie. It's like the law of conservation of mass. Rob Schneider must appear on film at some point. I think the another... They did some funny things in this movie, like using all the old '80s videos as like the message of like for going to, like using Ronald Reagan and dubbing him in Hollow Notes and stuff. Well, they had like Max yeah. Headroom, right? And the Where's the Beef Lady? Yeah. And uh, I like some of the stuff they did with the video game shit. Honestly, like the Tetris blocks that landed on the building. Yeah. And they got like the little you know blink blink blink. You created the Tetris thing, and it dropped it the building fell, by yeah. a couple stories. Like yeah. they had little flashes of like, oh, that's cool, but then. I know we say this a lot, but in, in service of what? Kevin James, like, shooting people with a a laser gun? Well, again, they weren't, like, consistent a lot with that. Because, like, during the centipede scene, they were like, you know, when you shoot the centipede, like, a little mushroom appears. When it's convenient for, like, the action in those moments. Like, sometimes Adam Sandler was able to just, like, shoot this centipede and, like, no mushrooms would appear. The action? Or the sake of the movie or something. I don't know. I'm just saying action in air quotes because when he's he's shooting the, you know, obviously not present at the time, monster with the gun, it looks like he just took tranquilizers. Like, he's just turning around in a circle, like, repeatedly yeah. pulling the trigger on the prop. Like, okay, where's my check? Oh, Sean Bean. That's another person who showed up for no reason. Yeah. Sean Bean? Yeah. Scene Bean? Scene Bean. Did he, he didn't die, die either. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah, I thought he was going to die, and then they blew up the centipede that was coming for them. Or it was the spider it was going to jump on yeah. them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin James going to drink him under the table because the president drinks the beer out of the pitcher because he's a fat retard. I guess it's like Chris Christie as president or something. Except <laughs> yeah. more jolly. I, I guess. He's trying to fuck his wife in like the cake shop, like smashing the frosting all over his face. Like He genuinely looks retarded. Yeah. I, I, I again I don't get that. Like they were in the cake shop, like, you know, having an icing fight or whatever the fuck they were doing. 
And then, like, the next day, like, this press report, this report comes out in the paper, and it's, like, a camera shot from inside the cake shop of him with icing on his face trying yeah. to kiss his wife. It's, like, how, how would the reporter get that camera unless they actually have access to the film that they are currently making? Right. It looked like they <laughs> took the shot from Pixels itself. Yes. They're and, breaking the fourth wall. Yes, this is like Spaceballs right now. Like, the reporter, like, got a copy of Pixels and, like, rewound it to, like, the part where, you know, he's in the cake shop and, like, put that in the newspaper Which to it, put into Pixels. It's just movie. like if it I, – maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but, like, if you're the president and you know you're being filmed – why are you going to act like that? Like dumping the whole bucket of sprinkles in there and going like, where's the frosting monster? Well, why did George W. Bush do like the fucking mambo dance when they went to Africa and he knew he was being filmed? He looked like a moron. But he was having a good time. <laughs> he still looked like a moron. And people in Africa but, love him, though. I don't know. Whenever he did stupid shit like that, it always looked like he was having a good time. Whereas Kevin James is like a retard. <laughs> Like, when he dodged the shoe, he was still, like, smiling and laughing, like, ha-ha, you got me almost. The only... Did you <laughs> point at the guy, like... I think so. Yeah, after the first time, He's like, like hey, you almost yeah. got me. <laughs> I was Good thinking one. the only truly funny part of this movie where I really laughed pretty hard was where Josh Gad was, like, talking to the Navy SEALs or whatever, and then, like... Kept, like, like sputtering. Screaming at them <laughs> and, like, saying, like, you know, like, to the to the black guy, like, you know, you perfect example of Nubian manhood or something. I yeah, like, I didn't get that. What? He was, like, it was like he was trying to, like, have, like, you know, gay thoughts that he was trying to suppress in that little speech. And then, like, it never goes anywhere with that. Like, he doesn't, like, hook up with Hubert, but it turns into whatever that Lady girl Lisa. is. Lady Lisa. Was that an actual game? Yeah. Okay. It's the actual character. I, I never played that one. Neither did I, but I looked it up after the movie, and it's like, oh, it was real. You were making sure it wasn't just like a. You know what was missing? Ralph I'm character. thinking it was um, because they had fucking Paperboy, who's really obscure. But they did they have Pitfall? Did I miss that? Pitfall. Uh, that old Atari I game. I saw Dig Dug. I, I don't remember Pitfall. That. Where you you swing over? I don't... Oh, okay. You sounded like you didn't know what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> that would have been cool. I didn't see it though. But that would actually would have required a lot of work. They would have had to like build a set and have people swing on the rope, and Adam Sandler probably didn't want to do that. Uh, or they just have it as one of those characters in the background did during I, the city scene. Speaking of things I might have missed, did, when Kevin James is in the crane mm-hmm. at the end, is it ever explained why he's there? Because it looks like he's just there in the jumpsuit. Like he, I have the crane. No, he says that he ditched he the ducked secret out. service. He ditched the secret service because they tried to like put him in the non-disclosed bunker location and so he just ditched them and like showed up again that's to like help them but he just got in the crane <laughs> yeah yeah it's like why is there a crane there why is kevin james there why is the secret service that incompetent to really like not be I able to like handle a retard right like i thought i missed something because it was like how the fuck did this retard dupe them like he, he ducks the secret service like he's just sneaking out from his parents house like it's oh. like oh i gotta go to the bathroom guys um just out the back door. We'll, like, we'll take a shit, be back. Oh, it's a bad one. <laughs> okay, I thought I genuinely thought I missed like a 30-second no. interview. No, it, it was just like a like, wave hand sort of, don't worry about it. Like, you know, just just don't think too hard. Okay. Just here's Kevin James again because he's already like top build or second build in this movie and... Or the part where Josh Gad is talking to the creator of Pac-Man, and he's just like, Hoshimane Sobodava, and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah. oh, you speak Japanese? It's like, no, no. It's just... <laughs> I thought that he was actually pretty funny. Yeah, he and Peter Dinklage were pretty funny. It's Adam Sandler's the worst part of this movie, I think, because he's really funny when he plays, like, objectionably, like, terrible characters, like, evil, bad human being characters, like... The guy in, um, I don't know what his name was, in Big Daddy, but he was just like a person that... You, Sonny Koufax? Right. You just love to hate him because he was a total jerk and douchebag or like playing, you know, Billy Madison, Billy Madison. who was like a total fuck up. Like, I think he's best when he plays like characters like that who are just like total losers and stuff, but... <laughs> I don't know, like, every movie he's done in the last 10 years, he plays, like, this middle-aged sad sack guy or something, and... He's playing himself. He's supposed to be, like, the everyman, and I just think it's a total waste of whatever talent he, he has. Whoa, yeah. whoa. 
You just said Adam Sandler has some I mean, iota of talent. Yeah. Obviously, he does. I mean, he he made like pretty funny movies back in the day, and his, yeah, I think his S and L work was pretty funny. So he has some talent, but it's like whatever's left, he's not using. Yeah, I it. don't think there's anything left at this point. Like he's just like, well, I know what gets me a check at the end of the day. I'm not making this movie at, from an artistic standpoint. I'm making it from I'm going to get paid at the end of the day standpoint. That's what I feel like at this point. He doesn't care what the output of any of his well, movies are. No, I, I doubt he does because something people always say is, you know, how much of that budget's above or under, or how much is, is uh, under the line? Mm-hmm. Like, what of the budget goes to pay him? Because he makes, I think, like $30 million a movie and hooks his friends up too. So what was the budget for this since you looked it? was like, like $88 million. Yeah, so I, I mean, I wonder really, because like CG works so cheap now, like how much of that was actually spent on... Adam Sandler and Kevin James. I mean, he just gets paid now. It's pretty obvious he doesn't care. But like, like Grant said, you know, Billy Madison, even when he mentioned that, still thinking about um, was that Norm Macdonald? I can't remember who the fat guy was. Like his two fuck up friends by the pool, spraying the kid in the face yeah, with the hose, who were just like doing drugs all day and who were drunk <laughs> yeah. out of their minds, like just hanging out at Billy Madison's house and like, mm-hmm. oh hey. I feel like, see, I feel like if his character in this movie had been a Billy Madison type character, this would have been a much more enjoyable movie just because of that. But it's like the the Adam Sandler in this movie, like the, oh, I'm just the normal Adam guy and stuff. Like, he's just too weak to, like, bring a movie together. But he's on horse tranquilizers, like, and he's telling the kid, like, oh, you look at the pattern. Yeah. It's like, just falling asleep. Did they film this late at night? You getting tired? Yeah, his bedtime's like, you know, 6.30 now. He's getting old. I, maybe. I mean, <laughs> that or he's just addicted to like opates or something. And... That's what I was thinking. Like, he must have <laughs> some kind of painkiller problem. Because for this whole movie, his expression like never changes. And he, he passes up the opportunity. Like the thing that was like, this is a kind of a weird thing for an Adam Sandler movie and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but when he was in like the situation room and um what's his face guy i can never remember his name played hannibal lecter oh the super troopers guy yes brian something cox? brian cox yeah. yeah like everybody's in there and they're all like who's this asshole from geek squad why is he in here and he just like insults all of them because they think he's a sandwich guy yeah but then like they never really go anywhere with that because he, he leaves and he's like oh the sandwich guy's here Scene's over, and it's like... Well, no, no he, said, he said, I gotcha. Yeah, like, the sandwich guy actually guy. isn't here, and, like, the little... But, the, like, the fat kid, they're like, ooh, maybe But that's, that's, like, the button to the joke is, haha, the sandwich guy isn't here, I trolled you. It's like... Yeah, the jokes are... A lot of the jokes are really, really um, kind of bland in this movie, and they just... Even if they were meant to make an impact, they fall flat. Like, you could just tell, like, if he was the one who wrote this or whoever wrote it, they just... Didn't really put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, because like, no, they were playing off the fact that it was just like, oh, hey, you're gonna go see this because nostalgia, and Adam Sandler. Oh and yeah, those two together, it's like we're gonna get the people in theaters buying popcorn. They're definitely banking on like the '80s stuff plus Adam Sandler, which I guess his fan base does sort of demographically cross over there. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. uh, like. I don't know what they were thinking then, because if you're talking like video game nostalgia movie, Wreck It Ralph was a much much better call to video game nostalgia yeah. and stuff than this one was and that set a pretty high bar so i don't know why they thought they could just get away with such a a low bar here but well, they this, this did get away really with their it. idea though this was a, a short film originally was it yeah nobody no adam sandler no nothing i think it was like a student film mm-hmm. that some kids made about like what if 80s video games attacked the world and it had the stuff in it like the tetris block blowing up two stories of the building like it had everything that was like a a gag in this movie was already in the the original thing they obviously optioned the rights to mm-hmm. so i think that they had like this idea that was like oh that's cool and then plus adam sandler because he's funny and we know that he fills the theaters up with people like um Idiots. i know you know no i was gonna specifically <laughs> name drop somebody I was going to write it down for you, but we'll just take the audio of this part out. Okay, I'm saying retards like that will oh. go to see these movies because, like, Adam Sandler equals must-buy ticket. So they have, like, a mildly interesting concept plus a little bit of Adam Sandler. Okay, this should be a slam dunk. 
Oh, um, oh, okay. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what you're going with that. But okay, yeah, yeah I got you. I'm, I'm just saying people he's got, like that. In right, the he's seats. got his fan base, and it's a mildly interesting concept. So it's going to make 300 million. So I'm sure they're all happy. Like whether or not the movie sucks, like it's still going to be in the black for the studio. And I think at the end of the day, like you have to look at studios like that. Like you can't just be like, oh, they're all out there to make good movies that will make a cultural impact. They're very much like, well, how are we supposed to stay in the black? You know, when they're, especially when they're really big, that they're just like, how do we stay in the black? How do we make money for shareholders rather than we're trying to make a movie that will impact the world? Yeah. I mean, take the indie films for that. I'd rather just hold them. No, I know, I know. (laughs) I just hold them to the standard, like, make a movie that's genuinely entertaining. That is not this movie. But. I guess, but I, they, like you said, I like we probably have higher standards than the people who they targeted this movie towards, so they know that they'll get those butts in the seats. But it, that's what's kind of frustrating about this movie because there are parts of it that are like if you were, you know, trying to strike flint into kindling to get a fire going, like there are some sparks where, like, oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it could have been cool. Yeah, there are some moments where of genius where it's like if you had kept that for the rest of the movie, this would have been awesome. Or if you had just taken, like you said, more of Billy Madison, like if he had gone around the room, the the situation room, and like screamed at people in their face and mocked them or like slapped the water out of their hand. Yeah, more energetic Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like the shit he used to do, like that would have been hilarious in that context. You know, even the dumb shit from his later movies, like if he had pile-driven Brian Cox into the table, that would have been more entertaining than just saying like, oh, the sandwich guy's here, just kidding. Okay, bye. Uh, and then, like, it was off screen to take more painkillers. <laughs> like, he just opens another bottle of fucking Oxycontin, just like, uh. washes it down with, like, a bottle of wine. <laughs> That's really what it seemed like. He's just falling asleep for this whole movie. Even in, like, the Mini Cooper scene when it's, like, action time and he's driving in reverse through the fucking parking garage. That was another thing that didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> the fact that New York streets are perfectly fucking clear at, like, 9 o'clock or something, or whenever it fucking happened. I think they got the streets clear because I, I know, they but, knew they were going to be in the city. But not really because, like, when the scene first started, there was, like, a big traffic jam that, like, Pac-Man ate his way through. So that's why it's clear. Pac-Man clear. But then, everything. like, other times, it's not, it's, like, it's completely clear. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, they actually, you know, sectioned off the street and they filmed it there. And other times, it's like, oh, we're having a bunch of cars there. And it's like, so is New York really crowded right now? Or is it completely desolate because it's like an emergency situation you can't have both really or like i don't know it's just was a little strange to me maybe parts of new york were crowded and And the other thing okay about that scene again (laughs) like why do they have to get the the video game players to actually drive the cars in that scene because they don't have any experience knowing how pac-man behaves because there's no pattern to pac-man that they know because they're always the player of pac-man they can't behave like you know Inky, Blinky, is it Todd? What's the other Pac-Man ghost? Anyway. You're right. But, like, them being the ghost doesn't add anything to the overall strategy they're trying to formulate against the aliens. It's just like, oh, they were doing it in the last scene, so we're just going to get... But to bring up your point, nobody who they targeted this movie towards who goes to the theater to see this would ever ask that question. So they're like, oh, problem solved. Yeah, I didn't go to the theater to see this movie, so you're right. <laughs> yeah. Probably not the first question on most people's minds when they went to see this. Well, and plus, I think they're banking on the fact that whether or not all the things they said about, like, oh, like, the patterns in this, this, and this game, like, are true, mm-hmm. I don't think most people who went to see this movie were around to have played those games in an arcade, like, that religiously anyway, so how would they know whether they're saying bullshit or not? I didn't understand anything about Pac-Man and Galaga having patterns because... Pac-Man does have patterns. The ghosts do move in certain ways that, like, certain ghosts, like, either run away from you or just, like, religiously take, like, the shortest route or stuff like that. But. Well, see, I would never notice that stuff just because I've not played Pac-Man that much I haven't played life. Pac-Man enough yeah. to know that. I just know that as a fact, kind of, from bullshit that i've read in the past yeah so if like i didn't know anything or had never looked it up i would have just taken that at face value like Mm -hmm. but i have no idea whether or not uh all the things they said were true i bet some of it was just made up for the movie i mean yeah there there probably was some stuff that was made up and there's like some bits of knowledge i'm 
that I just don't have about those old games, but I know there wasn't a Pac-Man speed cheat code that you could, like, do up, up, down, down, left, <clears> right <throat> sort of thing. Well, yeah, you have to open the cabinet and solder something. Yeah. To change Not to mention, speed. okay, the whole thing, like, if he was using the same cheats that he was in New York during the Pac-Man scene mm-hmm. at the arcade in 1982 or whatever, right? wouldn't the guy, like, I know standing there, like, be like, <laughs> Hey, your Pac-Man just like hopped across the screen. Like, what the fuck's up with that kid? Are you cheating? Like, everyone's watching him mm-hmm. at at that. Right. Why tournament. is your Pac-Man moving faster than Adam Sandler's Pac-Man? And if he was using the same cheat codes as he was in the present time versus then, it's he literally teleported. Like, blink, blink. Like, oh, that's like another thing. How does the car teleport? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I was saying. Like, why do the cheat codes affect the real world? Like, yeah. that's fucking stupid but i'm not I, even saying like the real world i'm saying in the course of a video game tournament i know you'd notice that you have spectators you have announcers you have these hosts and whatnot like Dan watching Aykroyd, yeah. you know, his explanation for that was so like because i'm the fire blaster or whatever <laughs> like you just invented teleportation <laughs> i thought you were going to ask like if his cheat codes made pac-man faster when he was playing the arcade cabinet why did they make the ghost faster when they were playing the game in real life there's that too i mean there's just like so many things that are just like wrong with that whole like oh i'm a cheater so i can use cheat codes in real life thing but it doesn't apply to the same situation that i was even doing then that i am now like right it makes no sense it's fucking stupid i mean peter dinklage was really funny in this movie and i thought so I, i liked his character yeah i like peter dinklage but like still it was just like in like this sea of bland shit it was like i want to but i his little voice was being annoying no i I liked his character like he was trying to pretend to be a black guy i think i did like the one scene when he was negotiating his um terms for actually saving the world (laughs) he's like yeah i want a fucking car that like says i don't pay taxes bitch like i can just hold that up on a piece of gum like yeah i saved the world like Although they stole that, though, unfortunately. Did they? Yeah, from Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah. Aww. At the beginning where they're trying to negotiate with NASA and Bruce Willis has to issue all the, like, the weird demands, and he's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, none of these guys ever want to pay taxes again. I don't. I didn't remember that from Armageddon. That just makes me sad now. Yeah. It's like when Peter Dinkins is like, I want a car. It says, I never pay taxes again, bitch. I was like, oh, that's a lot like Armageddon. So a horrible movie has to rip off another freaking horrible movie to... Make their joke. Armageddon was the one where they had to drill into an asteroid for some reason, right? Yes. yes. It's, it's, it's different and... from Deep Impact where they had to blow up the asteroid by drilling into it only a little bit. But for some reason they found it easier to train drillers to be astronauts instead of astronauts to be drillers. Because they're the best. <laughs> that was the whole explanation in that movie. It seems a lot harder to land a spaceship on a rock, a moving rock that's going towards Earth. Well, they had astronauts in that movie piloting the shuttles. Whatever. And the, the, like, the, <laughs> the drillers were just the payload, basically. Um, but yeah, I get your point. You like, that's just a we retarded talk explanation. About Armageddon and Deep Impact, since basically they're the same movie for 90% of their plot content. Yeah, and they technically. It might be are. hard to keep it straight if we talk about them at the same time, or even. We'll talk about one really and the close other. to each other. I mean, there are some key differences. Like, in one, Ben Affleck is in the movie, and in the other one, it's. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Isn't he the president? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's generic white guy is the president in Armageddon. Morgan Freeman is the president in Deep Impact, but uh, Frodo is the hero in Deep Impact. Frodo yeah. Baggins. But anyway, back to does pixels. He has little hobbit feet in Deep Impact. He doesn't. Dude? He doesn't. Oh, that's sad. He has a moped, which is almost as good. Eh, that's like the equivalent of like real world little hobbit feet, I suppose. But I thought Josh Gad's self-published <clears throat> book he had. it's like what would you do if she were real well i have this book here if she were real like i have you know eight copies would you like to read it and it's just i thought like that kind of shit was (laughs) that was pretty funny like that was like some of the stuff he said was like kind of amusing when he went off on like weird shit like that like (laughs) yeah like to saving the world and the pyramid that's built under hoover dam and like everyone's just like what like i liked his man-child basement dweller kind of like just Where he screams at his grandmother yeah like spurg lord kind of shit like i thought that was, <laughs> it was pretty funny like 
no, Grandma, I didn't get your fucking cigs or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, again, though, I was having flashbacks to Wedding Crashers there. Oh, yeah. Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah. Mom, the fucking meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, if Adam Sandler did write this, it just recycled his old shit. So. Yeah, I, yeah, it just seems like they lifted some some stuff that worked in other movies. They just kind of were like, Whoop, we'll take that. Yeah. Although, yeah, I, I think that Josh Gad, now that I know his name, was probably the funniest part of this movie. Just because of the weird shit he spouted off. I liked his rant to the Navy SEALs. Yeah. <laughs> where he just couldn't, like, keep it going, and then eventually he just, like, stood there, like, hyperventilating, like, I they can't I don't move. know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's, you know, you just open your, your wizard outfit and just autism just sprays out everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> was he a wizard in this movie? How old is he? Yeah, I think he was definitely they a wizard. They were all in, like, their late, mid-30s, I think. Well, he, was okay. the, he was younger than... Because he did, like, say something yeah. as, like, Pac-Man was eating his car, like, oh, I'm going to die a virgin. Right. Well, I, th- I think that was the point. He was holding out to fuck the video game character. Yeah, lady. Turned out to be a good choice because it turned into a hot. Was that like foreshadowing yeah. when like Cuber was sucking up those cheese balls? No, I think I think that... <laughs> I was gonna say that was just Cuber being Cuber, but All you right. make a good point. <laughs> It's whatever you would call it, the backwards foreshadowing. Yeah. Makes sense in hindsight. Yeah. That's just, like, so the real Lady Lisa got destroyed when all the other pixelated things, and then, like, it's just Cubert, but in Lady Lisa form. Yeah, because yeah. they have Cubert yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like Cubert so with a Lady sick. Lisa, like, costume on, pretty much. So he's just banging Cubert. Yes, that's why oh. I said Cubert's sucking him off. Like, but, yeah. Arden, like, known to suck balls really well. Like, <laughs> Did she say anything when she was... No. no. There was no lines from her. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, it makes sense when she's trying to kill him, but then when he delivers his impassioned speech there, like, thought she would have said something at least. Just like, oh, drop your swords. Okay, whatever, I'm with you now. Yeah. I mean... At, at least he didn't say drop your sword. Drop your sword? Wait, yeah. what? Like the Princess Bride? Oh. Well, I'm just thinking of shit they could have lifted that they didn't, that they chose not to. <laughs> yeah. At least they didn't do that. And, you know, Kevin James wasn't like a former UPS driver. Oh. Who became the president. Is that that show? King of King Queens. King of yeah. Queens, yeah. There, I, I appreciate their limited discretion in some of the stuff they chose not to borrow. Only lifted like 50% of the movie rather than like yeah. 80, 90%. They could have lifted 100%. Well, I mean, honestly, they kind of did just taking the whole plot from Video a student games. movie, but yeah. eh, whatever, they bought the rights. It's I mean, now. did the student <laughs> film take the plot from Futurama, remember? I was, gonna, I was thinking about that <laughs> earlier, and I couldn't figure out a place to get in, but... The, few, the the episode where Futurama does like pretty much the same thing. They have Fry come on to like save the world, playing Space Invaders or something like that. Yeah, yeah. a lot more amusing than <laughs> this whole movie to me was. Yeah, because he's he's trying to shoot it down, and it's just like it starts speeding up, and he's like, "Oh no, I had to have my older brother do this for me in the arcade." Like, yeah, it's too fast, and the ship lands, and. Yeah, it's it, like he somehow gets like a cassette player with his old mixtape going, like in the year three thousand or something. It's like, um, whatever. Just not think about that. But yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, consistently funny. That Futurama was a good show, unlike the last ten years of Adam Sandler movies. So yeah, there's just some stuff I think that they probably could have done to make to buy into their concept a little more. Oh, yeah. It could have been a lot more consistent, but I think this movie was initially written as a comedy movie with sci-fi elements rather than a sci-fi movie with comedy elements in it. Mm -hmm. So they're like, when it isn't consistent in the sci-fi semi-verse they've created, they just sort of like, eh, whatever. Or they don't look at it too hard. They're just like, oh, it's a comedy movie. Yeah. I... I really can't figure out what their intent was. Yeah. Obviously, they wanted to make money. But as long as they, Adam Sandler doesn't go ahead and make another sci-fi movie, 
I think we can let it slide this time. Yeah. I don't know. It was better than I expected. Because I really thought it was going to be, like, worthy of that 2%. Um, I never saw it, but I heard Jack and Jill was really bad. But I would, I would imagine that this movie is not worse than Jack and Jill. Which I think probably got a similar rating right. on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't see Jack and Jill either, but I think just by virtue of the fact that it's Adam Sandler not doing like the cheap doubling effect in drag, this movie probably has like some additional points. Oh yeah, he played two characters, three, mm-hmm. four. Played Jack seven, and Jill, eight. really okay. stretching himself. So he did the Eddie Murphy thing, but fell on his face. I guess Eddie yes. Murphy kind of falls on his face in a lot of the shit he does. And... You didn't like the Haunted Mansion. I don't remember that movie. I was thinking more along the lines of the Nutty Professor and Nutty Professor 2 sort of shit he's done in the mm-hmm. past. I thought, just when you said fall on his face, I was thinking like movies that he's been in that have not been good. Which is a lot of them. Yeah, most of them. I mean, we're going to have to get to Pluto Nash eventually. Um, I'd say the only good movie I remember him being in. Wait, was he in that um, Coming to America movie? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was like in the 80s, though. Yeah, that was good. I mean, yeah, but again, we're talking <laughs> about like shit that was from a long time ago. like Just like Adam Sandler. Like, like the Happy Gilmore is great. The part where, like, but I, Adam Sandler's always been kind of a whore, like, as far as putting product placement in his movies, but when they're self aware enough to have him, like, here is a weird guy who does one thing well playing golf and Subway. He's going to, like, do his custom drive with the Subway sandwich into the guy's mouth, and the guy's like, thanks! It, the product placement of this movie did bother me a bit, now that I'm thinking about it, because there was one scene where, like, they had been drinking, like, generic wine, beer, tequila. Actually, they had a little skull bottle of tequila. I remember that. But they have been drinking, like, kind of generic stuff most of the movie, and then, like, for some reason, DARPA girl, whatever her name was, was just like, oh, ha-ha, and, like, turns like sideways to the camera and like has this perfectly labeled like bud light just like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right like oh just found this bud light no big deal yeah Here. just turn to the camera like oh refreshing mm, tastes so good <laughs> yeah and then like the shots are just like a little bit too long on like the front of cars it's like what's that car again a land rover got it thanks Still, it's a Land Rover. It's not changing. Okay. Yeah, I think his product placements just become a lot less, like... It's it's one thing to have product placement that's subtle, like, so you don't have everything labeled, like, beer brand beer. Like, okay, you want to call it Budweiser? Just have it in the background? Fine, that looks real. That makes you think the world is kind of a real thing. But then you can go one of two ways. You can go, like, the... Because I think an execution of, like, the natural product placement, like Total Recall, where there's, like, the Pepsi and Coke signs everywhere, like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. That makes it look like the future. But then you can go, like, the Adam Sandler Now route, where it's like, oh, here's my Sony laptop. Here's my Mini Cooper. And that he, they, they act like they're trying not to do it. Or you can go, like, the Happy Gilmore route, where it's like, hmm, this tasty, refreshing, cold-cut combo. Yeah, where it's, like, very self-aware. And yeah. Like, the self-aware product placements are actually kind of funny because, again, you mentioned Happy Gilmore, but the one that always comes to my mind is um, Wayne's World where he's, like, he's like going off against something like, oh, God, I would never, like, drink Pepsi or oh, something yeah. like that. Like, oh, Pepsi's fucking disgusting, but Coke, Coke is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. <laughs> I think he did drink Pepsi. Or was it, was, it Pepsi the, the other way around? It's the taste of a new generation or something. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That's, yeah, that, was that was it, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yes. he's like, mmm. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's like when the SNL actors were actually good. Yeah, she will be mine. <laughs> but that, yeah, that kind of stuff works. But that's like just been the, kind of the annoying thing about the Adam Sandler movies the past decade. Just been <clears> like, oh, totally. I want my money from these guys, but I'm not going to make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. At least we can say that this was a comedy. I just really hate it when he tries to do serious movies. That's got to be the biggest joke in the world, him doing serious movies. Like he did that film about like he was a depressed <clears throat> guy post 9/11 or something. 
Didn't see it. You remember that? Like, I didn't see it, but I saw. I, I, I think I know what you're the, talking about. But I remember seeing the previews or something. And, like his friend has to like help him out of his depression. Yeah. He's like, oh, just make me laugh. I don't want to watch your stupid like melodrama movie. Like, it's not what you do. I think the only movie where he's like serious that worked for me was the the punch truck love thing. Yeah, I guess maybe. I, I like that, especially where he goes to see Philip Seymour Hoffman in his mattress store at the end and tells him I'm gonna fucking kill you. But again, I don't think Adam Sandler had anything to do with the writing of that movie. Somebody just directed him, like, here's what you need to do. When he's left to his own devices, you get movies like the I'm Depressed About 9-11 movie, whatever that was called. Well, that's why he's on painkillers and surrounds himself with friends all the time, so he doesn't kill himself. He's too rich to do, like, normal pill painkillers. He gets, like, a fentanyl patch put on, like, his neck or something, so you can't really, see Really? I feel like painkillers are, like, the new, just, like, whatever, I have a bunch of money, so I'm just going to take painkillers. Yeah, but you, you go for the pills, they're, like, the patch is the next level. The transdermal painkillers, mm. yeah, the more expensive. He's hooked up with Joe Scarborough's guy. Probably, yeah. Yeah. You haven't noticed that his face has gotten like more bloated and then contracted back down to normal proportions. Yeah. Kind it's of. like Matthew Perry when he used to have a cocaine problem and just like, mm, it's like, like watching like in like really slow motion, like a sleeping dog, just how they like, you know, kind of like compress and contract like when they're breathing, but with a person's face yeah. over a course of a few months. If you just watch like a Joe Scarborough time lapse, you can see it like balloon up and then shrink down. So Adam Sandler's got clearly, he hasn't like had the bloated problem. So he's probably got like some custom Hollywood shit going on, like some super top secret drugs that we don't know about in the real world out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just put a like a little patch on his spine before every day of shooting, and he's just that's why he's so mellow and bland. Like, hi, I'm Adam. I mean, even Kevin James, who I never had thought is really funny, had more like energy. Every everybody actor did, yeah. had more energy in this movie. It's true. Even Lady even Lisa kid who couldn't act had and more energy. She didn't say anything. Yes. I thought the kid was tolerable. He was no Jake Lloyd. That's a very low bar you're like setting for child actors. Like if you're better than Jake Lloyd. Yeah, but I mean, if you've you... heard the expressions an inch wide and a mile deep, like the, the scar Jake Lloyd left in the world. You know, like he was only there for a brief period of time, just basically two movies, but damn, he did some work. <laughs> yeah. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> It's another one that scars deep. <laughs> wait, what movies were Jake was Jake Lloyd in? Jingle Turbo All the Man. Way. Jingle wait. Jingle All the Way, which okay. we reviewed, and episode one, Phantom Menace. Because a funny thing, actually, after we reviewed Jingle All the Way, I forget who said it, but like someone was like, Oh yeah, there's like a shitty direct to TV sequel for Christmas, and that shit was on TV. I'm like, oh God. Did you watch it? I watched a little bit of it, and I wanted to kill myself. Wait, you watched Jingle All the Way too? <laughs> I watched a very, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. Okay. It was, it was pretty bad, but it was the exact same plot, like, almost down to a T. I think something about a dude trying to steal all the bears rather than just being sold out. Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. Is competing with the stepdad? It wasn't exactly that. It was like some business guy was buying up all the toys that were popular that year for some reason. I couldn't remember what, what it was, or I didn't even care. Wow. It was awful. Changed the channel. I think I went to go to the kitchen to help my mom cook or something, or play with some dogs. Probably a better use of your time. Yeah, I mean, cutting myself would be a better use of my time. but Maybe Pixels will be one of those like 3 a.m. movies they show during the holidays just to keep shit constantly on the TV. It's going to be like an F- FX movie. In a couple of years or something, it'll be like, FX has the movies, and it'll be like, oh, Pixels, no thanks. <laughs> That's the other thing. This movie was remarkably, like, inoffensive. Yeah, it's yeah, made it's... for network TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's made to be shown in time slots where they can edit out parts that aren't too funny and keep Just it like, in that two-hour... Yeah, make sure they have, you yeah. know, like, five minutes worth of commercials every 15 minutes. Exactly. Yep. He's thinking about the long game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Probably like the syndication deal is probably in there somewhere, but yep. he's just salivating at the God. Thought. How things have changed from oh, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast, like back in the day. Actually 
funny stuff. Yeah. Versus this crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or stuff I guess you can't show on film now, like the end of uh, Billy Madison where somebody brings a gun into a school. <laughs> Wait, they don't show that anymore? I, I think they show it on the Billy Madison movie because it's <clears throat> kind of critical to the plot, but I'm saying that they wouldn't do that in a movie now. No, I mean, if somebody was like, oh, let's like have a plot point where somebody comes to like possibly shoot up a school, every fucking executive in the room would be like shitting their pants like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want fucking, I don't know what mother's group against guns is. I was going to say mad, but that's drugs. So unless, unless it was like an independent film, it wouldn't happen. Probably not. Yeah, I can see that. Or that's a Netflix true. original thing. Yeah, exactly. Because they actually get creative control on a lot of stuff they do. Yeah. I can't talk about Pixels anymore. It's just, it's I've seen it. It was bland. It was sort of funny in a few moments, but mostly it was just forgettable. So, so there. I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph, but it'd be a better movie than this, I'm guessing. Much it's better. A, well, one, it's an actually, it's a good movie. Okay. And two, yes, even if you're comparing it with Pixels, it's a better video game movie. All right. <clears throat> and it's a Disney movie, so I mean, I think they care more about the story than Happy Madison Productions or whatever, whoever put this out. Happy Madison Productions. Right. But changed. I mean the studio that distributed it. I don't know if it was like Fox or something. or I can't remember. Was it Sony? I don't I don't care. How about that? Because I know he had to deal with Sony for that Jack and Jill movie, which is why all the Sony stuff was in there. It may have been Sony. Now that I think about it, because I... I mean, they had like that PS3 randomly just being set up and then right. they were playing like Last of Us, I think, later in the movie. Everybody was playing on a PlayStation, though, at like the training facility. Yeah. Yeah. Probably was Sony. All right. But now that we've got Pixels out of the way, thank God we talked about Armageddon. Shoot. Yeah. It's happening. <sighs> so that's two movies. I don't know if we want to do them together or separately. I feel like we have to do them together because they're basically the same movie. I've never seen Deep Impact all the way through. I've only seen it on TV. I don't think I've seen it either. I've seen Armageddon, but that was years ago, probably like a couple years after it came out. Yeah, we saw Armageddon in the theater. I remember that because that's clearly a movie where it seems like a better movie when you see it on the big screen than when you see it on TV. Then you see all its flaws when you see it on TV. I think one of the movies I got, like, from Blockbuster when I was younger and, like, got home for a weekend and oh, watched Blockbuster. it. Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, the kids these days use Redbox now. but Yeah, good sci-fi game to rent from Blockbuster back in the day. Battle Tanks. Battle Tanks was good. Battle Tanks was awesome. Get, Remember your, I used get to... your gun buddy. What? Gun buddies. The gun turret you could drop. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. It's the auto turret you drop that shoots the other enemy tanks. It's called a gun buddy. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But you have to get a certain kind of tank to get the gun buddy, right? Or you just pick them up. It's a pickup. Yeah, it's a pickup. So just play World of Tanks now. No. No. There is only battle tanks. And battle tanks, the the world destruction tour or something, like there's a sequel. Global Assault. Global Assault, yeah. Which I like better. Yeah, it's more stuff to do in that game. Well, because it took advantage of the, um, what was that thing called? Not the jumper pack, but the... The rumble pack. No, 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 the the ram cartridge. Oh, Oh, the the expansion. expansion. The expansion. Yeah. Yeah, because the first game was kind of choppy, because it was pushing the jumper pack to its, you know, 8 megabyte limit, but then when that 16 megabytes of ram came in there... Oh, boy, that's 16 megs. (laughs) Yeah, but that's amazing, too, that that's... You know, like today, it's like not uncommon to have a gig of RAM in your computer minimum or well, in a device minimum. That's and what I always like talk about. Like when I'm actually like talking like old program, I'm like, wow, I have to like actually respect some of those guys who like did so much with so little. And they had to actually like manually manage the memory and stuff. Yeah. And that took a shit ton of work. I'm a lazy jackass who just like lets other people do that for well, me. Well, right. You don't have to because <laughs> the programming languages all do it for you now and yeah. mostly. And but yeah, it's like, I think, you know, eight megs and you could play a cool game like Battle Tanks and people now probably like look at it like, oh, the graphics suck, man. Where's Call of Duty? Exactly. But it's a cool game. They're the kid in Pixels now. Yeah. Be the guy you don't want to die, right? Mm-hmm. 
Just wipe the jelly off your face. You'll yeah. live. <laughs> Battle Tanks is a great ROM to download. That's what we should review is we should start reviewing some games too. More games. We did review a couple games. Or did we? We, we talked about, about games a little more yeah. when Star We reviewed a couple of Star Wars games, I think. And that guy was on. I can't remember his name. I forgot. I forgot too. James? Sam. Sam? Sam? Did he exist? Who's Sam? Wait. Who the... is Sam? Oh, Sam is that guy in uh, your spare bedroom in the, the Carbonite? Must be. That's, that's probably who it is. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. It's been so long. I know. I thought he died. But yeah, we should totally talk about some games. But don't try and duck the asteroid that's coming your way. I'm on to you. <laughs> You're going to watch it. Both asteroids? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does Deep Impact only have one asteroid? Maybe, since you, I assume you have two screens still. Yeah. Put one on each. I'd rather not. And just have, like, split the audio, so left-right channel, like, you mono it, so Armageddon's in your right ear, and then, like, Deep Impact's in your left, and just watch them together. It's like, okay, here's the planet Earth. Little asteroids are shooting, oh, meteorites are hitting. Ooh, this is weird. I have a telescope. What's up there? Oh, my God, it's a big one. The White House, 9 a.m. Mr. President, we got to blow it up. We have a secret space program, but we need experts to blah, blah, blah. So it's actually like two different quantum realities. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same same event that's happening, like the same meteor in both these movies, but like... How the this like world's Earth responds to it, like you just described the multiverse theory. You have no idea how accurate that is. Once you watch these movies, you will be astonished. (laughs) It's clearly a case of somebody wrote one of them first, and then their assistant left the script somewhere, and somebody else photocopied it quickly. We got to make some fundamental changes to this movie. Let's make the president a black guy. All right, done. No, it'd just be hilarious if, like, in Deep Impact, like. You just, like, there's, like, one, like, cutaway scene of, like, you know, people, like, you know, like, oh, like, looking up at the asteroid or something like that. And, like, it's just, like, a picture of, like, Bruce Willis, like, on, like, a oil drilling site. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, it's like, what was that, uh, Ed TV and the Truman Show, like, talking about yeah. movies that are the fucking same. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never saw Ed TV, but was it, did it come out, like, at the same time? As... It, it did. I mean, Ed TV, Ed, I guess, knew he was being filmed, but, like, the... Everything else is so the same. Like yeah, like Ed TV was kind of a send up of reality TV because that was like a new thing at the time. And Truman Show, he was like born he was on born, screen, yeah. and they were gonna kill him on screen too. Yeah, right. Yeah, but never, both like meta movies kind of. Yeah, I never but, understood that. Like that happens a lot. Like I think a few years ago there was like two Sherlock movies that came out at the exact same time, or like within six months of each other and like i think there's like a frankenstein one coming out soon or something or oh you i think you mean uh series like tv shows there's been like there's the sherlock bbc one there's elementary no there was a uh, sherlock movie with um robert downey jr i thought yeah yeah sherlock holmes game of uh shadows shadows uh that was the second one though wasn't it or there were the first one i thought there was another one right around them that came out or maybe that was a series i was thinking about I don't know, but yeah. But what are you gonna yeah, do with a, a like a character like Sherlock Holmes is public domain, so it's like there could be like ten movies coming out about it at once, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could adjust like the release date or something. Like, oh, we don't want to like. No, because our Sherlock Holmes is better. So we're gonna push up our release and release it early with like unfinished CGI, Wolverine style. Okay. Right. Well, we've got off track from pixels. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that I is mean, technically sci-fi. Yeah. Mutants and stuff and Deadpool coming out. Friday. Yeah, so hopefully they'll be able to erase the last vestiges of X-Men Origins Wolverine with re- retconning the Deadpool origin. I just hope like he references that shitty movie. I movie. think he does. I oh, think that they yeah. will. That's was I, oh, I remember stated. they they mentioned it in some of the like advertisements for it because mm. those are actually kind of amusing to watch. That he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, now I actually have a speaking role in the movie now. I thought it looked really funny, just the, the from the commercials. Like, what does he say when, like, he's all, like, he's got the disease fully, and the guy's like, wow, you look like a avocado bang, like an older avocado. And he's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the trailer on the internet has, like, I guess all of those, like, the guys, like, you look like uh, something fucked a topographical map of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, it should be good. Like they, I guess they went down the, they took the R 
road and just went for it. Yeah. Which is great. That seems like a much better role for Ryan Reynolds than trying to be Green Lantern. He he does well as sarcastic characters. Like even though the movie sucked, I thought he was pretty good in that um Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. Like he was a fun character, but the movie sucked ass, but I think it's time to remake Armageddon with Ryan Reynolds. No. Ryan Reynolds in every character? Well, maybe they could, like, because you've seen Armageddon, right? Uh, it, again, it's been a long time. I only vaguely remember the plot and the things that happen. Okay. An asteroid I, tries to hit Earth. Yeah. I don't want to spoil you then, so I will leave my comment unsaid until next week. All right. Um, yeah. I think we should do them both. I think we have to do them both at the same time because otherwise okay. it would just be a waste. We need to really do like a super high sci-fi Let's Play series with games. You need to get that going on YouTube or wherever. Okay. <laughs> All right. 